So, episode, what is it, 33? 33, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. I don't know who else is 33. Yeah. Oh, Jesus was 33 when he passed away, so. <laughs> that counts. That counts, for sure. Um, I got a conspiracy about 33, but I don't know if this is the podcast to talk about it. But What is it? I'm curious. No, because uh, rest in, well, not rest in peace, but uh, Naya Rivera, did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went missing. Yeah, she's she was 33. Um, I believe Nipsey Hussle was 33. Um, I just know there's a lot of, like, deaths that happen at the age of 33. All right, so how old are you going to be next year? Chill. Chill. Yeah, you should chill. You don't want to say it. Oh, Scottie Pippen was 33. Oh, the nigga that didn't get paid? Bro. Yeah. Anyways. Kareem. Kareem was 33, too. But Pip. Kareem. But Pip. Come on, man. I don't know how I forgot that because remember, uh, we was talking about how uh, Dennis Rodman, we all thought yeah. it was leopard print or cheetah print, and it was 33s the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was poorly done, yeah. but. That's not his... Yo, Bull was ahead of his time, yo. He was, for sure. That's why he the GOAT. For real, bro. Um, so, episode 33. Uh, Reese here. Ant here. Same old same. Um, we missed last week. Uh, I was down and out last week. Yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh, going through the I had diarrhea last week so I couldn't make it <laughs> Brie asked um, Brie asked me while we was eating she was like oh what happened with the tone why was he sick I was like I was like, I forgot let me look go to my text messages to see what he said and then I and then I go to my text I was like oh yeah I can't tell you that right now because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he was eating dinner so I'll tell you after we done <laughs> it wasn't uh, it wasn't it wasn't looking good for me last week but we, <laughs> we back this week sorry for the um the absence last week, but we here. So, does eating a banana help with that though? I haven't had a banana since high school, bro. Come on, you gotta eat a banana. I think I think eating bananas help with that. You gotta eat a banana or something like that. I do need to eat some more fruit. Like, I was eating a lot of fruit and no vegetables, but now I'm eating like more vegetables and less fruit. I, yeah. I need to get a, a good a good balance in, but whatever, I'll get it eventually. Yeah. Um. So what are we starting with today? Uh, Jada and Augie and Will Willard. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The goat August. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? Um, All right. So we want to provide background. Yeah. That, yeah. So I guess August did this interview. Um, and I don't know what the interview was about. I just know that he said, "Did he say he smashed uh, Jada Pinkett?" He said they were in a relationship, and if he were to die today, he'll be happy knowing that he died with the love that he shared for her, or something like that. Listen, man, I totally feel him on that. <laughs> at, if I didn't believe it at first, um, I thought he was just, you know, saying shit. Yeah. 
But uh, this nigga ended up telling the truth. He did. Jada, uh, Jada and Will had that little sit down. Yep. Will looked pissed. Yeah. Will, Will, Will was hurt, man. And even though they said it was four years later or four years ago, uh, Will still feels that. Yeah. I mean, you can see it in his face. Yeah, for sure. He tried to joke around it, but um, that man was still hurt. I've seen that hurt before. I've been that hurt before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess I guess to give some, some backstory, um, Jada said that she was in a relationship with uh, with Aug, little Augie. Mm-hmm. No, no, and, no, no, uh, no, no. She said entanglement. Entanglement, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I'm glad that's a new word. I know they're going to run it into the whole song. Oh my gosh, yes. I've but, already uh, seen it a ton of times. Jada was in an entanglement with uh, August while they was on, while Will and Jada were on break. Now, how do you feel about that? Like, as someone who is married, um, going on break, does that give, well, is, is break actually a thing? We've never had one. Um, so I know we talked about it when we were dating, going on a break, but we never actually did that. Um, and when we've married, now we've had moments where we was ready to not continue our marriage, but we've never said, oh, let's go on a break. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I, I imagine, I mean, everybody's marriage, just like everybody's relationship, is unique. So for them to do that, I'm not surprised. Um, at all because Will and Jada have people have already said that they they're swingers, swingers and stuff like that and maybe maybe they aren't swingers maybe they were on a break <laughs> for a minute yeah. <laughs> who knows I don't know I do believe they were on a break just by Will's um, responses to things yeah to, to stuff that she said and the hurt that he had in his face yeah um, well he said that I was prepared to never talk to you again in my life uh, that for me was when I was like, oh yeah, he was like, he really was. I don't know what Jada did, or I don't know what Will did, but that's when I was like, yeah, he was serious. He, they were legit on a break. <laughs> you don't say because yeah. when you when you have kids with somebody, there's no way that you can say I will never speak to you again, right? Because if your kids get married, or if your kid have a baby, or whatever, something happens to your kid, you're gonna come in contact with that person. Sure. So for him to say that, I knew he was hot. When okay. whatever happened that caused the break happen, he was hot with her to say that. Um. So, Jada and uh, Jada and Aug were in a relationship. August wasn't lying. Um. But I don't know. I I I don't know if I could do like the. If I was Will, I couldn't. I couldn't. I probably couldn't take her back. And that's probably me being prideful. Mm-hmm. But um that shit looked like it hurt too much, man. He <laughs> she, she gave a box up to somebody else and I, I think I was talking to you the other day about like how men are, are not as forgiving as women are. Yeah, you said um, you said men are bitches and I said yes I am. Yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> we we can't take we can't take shit like that like I guess like women can. Um 
I mean, and I don't know if that's ego or or what. I, I mean, who's? I mean, I don't know if women. I wouldn't say can because I don't know if they like if they, if it's like cool for them. I think that they just have historically dealt with men male infidelity more than males have dealt with female infidelity. Because when females cheat on men, they go crazy. Like women get abused, murdered, mm-hmm. all different types of stuff. You know, for sure, when they do it. I think um I think what you said about our ego is probably absolutely real. Like I already said on this podcast, you know, if Brie wants to threesome, she good because I'm not doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm not doing it. And she could do that was, you know, with somebody else, you know. I don't have to get to your army. I was dead serious. And she knows I'm dead serious about that. So I will never cheat on her. Mm-hmm. And if she ever cheated on me, it's a rap. I understand. It's a rap. She already know. I'm not playing. It's a rap. I'm not cheating on her because I, I would I would expect the same thing. So, I think, um, I think it all, I mean, this might sound ignorant or whatever, but I think it also has a lot to do with like men can accept the fact that another, somebody else was inside of their woman. Mm-hmm. Like dudes have like men, we have Audis. So, and women have any, so it's a little different, you know, like, and also, we can we can cheat without any emotional attachment to the to the next woman. I think. Um, you think women can't do that? I'm not gonna say all women, but I think it's I think it's less likely. It looks like Jada just did call that. This man said I was in love with her. <laughs> we was in a relationship, and then she gets on and says it was an entanglement. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I the disrespect. I, that's yeah. Yo, that's one quick thing though about Jada is that Tupac was also in love with her. Without even smashing. And he said you bring me to climax without even sex. Like that's what he Facts. wrote. That's what he wrote to her. So I don't know what it is about Jada. Uh I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Erica Badu, because the way she be having these dudes too is, is is similar, but Yeah, but Jada did it to Tupac without without sex. Like, without <laughs> sex. Like um the dudes that's like obsessed with Erica Badu, they got children by her. Like at least they No, not Com- Common got a kid with her? I don't know, but he was with her. They He was. He changed his yo, Common changed his whole shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't been the same since. At all, bro. But um I don't know, man. I know this made me love Jada more than what I already did. <laughs> I used to love Jada and Menace to Society, but now I just look at her very different. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't particularly look at her any different at all. Because the one thing Will can't be upset about is if they were legitimately on a break. Because let's be real. Will Smith can get almost any woman he wants as well. So, but it ain't about that, though. But, but who's to say that when they was on break, he wasn't having sex with women as well? He probably was. Actually, at the end of it, she insinuated that, because he was like, I'm going to get you back. And she said, you already done that. You already did, you know, stuff. So it makes it seem like he already was uh, stepping out of the marriage before anyway. Yeah, he said, I'm going to get you back. But that shit was just for the cameras. Like, he... Will, you don't think Will probably stepped out? You don't think it's a possibility? Yeah, but I don't think she... Like I said about the whole forgiving thing with men and women... I think 
while she might have, like, he probably stepped out or whatever, but it didn't hurt as much as her smashing August. How do you, how do you know that? You can't. I just, I just picked that up from, I just picked that up from that interview. I mean, yeah, his face was, uh. I mean, they talk about it was four and a half years ago. Will look like that shit happened yesterday. yesterday. He was just learning about it. Yesterday, he was hot. <laughs> he was. I feel like the wife that gets up there and just supports her husband. Exactly. He still feels that way. Oh, yeah. Like they not. And he talked about he gonna get you back. It was four and a half years ago, right? Yeah, it was. He's still talking about getting her back. I'm pretty sure he probably been through a a, a bevy of women. Yeah. And it still don't like. It still doesn't equal. He still feels like he didn't get her back yet. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Philly took an L with this one. <laughs> and you know the memes was going crazy. Yo, the the video that somebody did with him and Uncle Phil. Hilarious. I saw that, and he was like, "I'm gonna make I am legendary." <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's cracking up, man. <laughs> the internet is and forever undefeated. will be undefeated, dog. <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> and they be doing it so quick. Because uh, they said uh, Facebook Watch, it set records. That episode set records for Facebook Watch within, tw- yeah, within 24 hours. Like, wow. So That was wild. Facebook Watch, I mean, I guess they're going to try to promote that, but it's kind of like shitty to promote it at the same time. For their platform, because it's like a heavy topic of infidelity. Um, and Will was so damn hurt. But, I mean, for her to do that, though, like, he's like her kid's age. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> she said some crazy things in there, too. She said, I ain't feel this good in a long time. <laughs> and she, you got Will looking across. <laughs> Looking across from her trying to keep it together. He's a good actor. He is. A, he's a fantastic actor. But his voice and his face was completely different. Because if you just listen to the audio, you would not see, you wouldn't be able to see his face and see how pissed he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But everything he was saying, because he said it in a joking manner, he was laughing through the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely, definitely laughing through the pain. He's sitting there like, no, nah, say what it is, Jada. Say what it is. Yeah. Tell the people. She's like, no, nah, it was just an entanglement. <laughs> he was like, relate. He made her say relationship because she wasn't gonna call it that. But that, so the only thing I would say is that August got up there and said what he said, mm-hmm. which people, wasn't right. No, he should have shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he was boyfriend number two. Uh, whatever that singer name is, got a song about it. Play your role, bro. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what you do and keep it keep it to yourself between y'all, and that's it. But uh. Uh, I don't know, man. If I listen, if I if like this would probably this would never happen. I'm not even gonna say probably. This would never happen. But if I smash Rihanna, somebody gotta notice. <laughs> yeah, you can tell me, nigga. You can tell. You don't gotta get on. Angela was it Angelie? No, gotta... I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on this podcast, <laughs> and, and we gonna we gonna talk about it for three episodes straight. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's kind of you know. It's kind of, it is whack that, you know, you got to get on a platform or whatever and talk about what you did with whoever. But Somebody else's wife. Um, that was his girl. 
at the time, yeah, during a break. I mean, but I don't know. Like I was telling Bree, because she, she was like, man, she didn't. She feels like Jada is being dragged unnecessarily, and if it was a male, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be dragged like that. And I was like, I don't agree with that because when it happened with Jay Z and Beyonce, that's the that's the only high profile black couple infidelity that was in the public sphere like this that I can think of right now with with Jay Z and Beyonce. And Jay Z was definitely dragged by all of black women. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, and Beyonce came out with a whole album for that motherfucker for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Becky is immortalized now. <laughs> and uh, and then he came out with 444 where he acknowledged and uh, said some things about it, you know, but not to the same magnitude that she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I don't know, man. I know one thing. I'm about to start playing this hurt role and <laughs> this broken role so I could get some yams. Get some <laughs> Somebody about to heal me. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh... The memes last week with, when August Alcina first said it about the healing. Mm-hmm. They had the Iyana Von Zant memes and shit like that. Them shits was funny, too. Like, so many stuff that people was coming out with. Um, But, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, he pro- he shouldn't have said anything. I think that was kind of lame. Um, for him to say something because if it was four years ago and you knew that they were on a break um, but he didn't though he said he had Will's blessing he thought Will I don't I guess he thought Will said it was okay for them to date Um, I mean just based off of what Will said with the I was prepared to never talk to you again August probably came to him and he was like, man, I don't give a fuck what happens. <laughs> and when you look at his face on Red Table Talk, he probably said that and regretted it. Clearly, he regrets that shit because now this this happened. But uh, but yeah, I still I just I just feel like August should have boyfriend number two, man. You gotta play your role, bro. Sure. You gotta play your role. I don't know, man. I kind of feel him. I ain't mad, but I'm just hurt for Will. I know that to this day. I know he hurt, so. Yeah. Like I said, Philly takes an L with all this shit. Well, just for anybody listening, if you are in uh, entanglement with a married person, do not feel salty if that married person goes back to their marriage because, you know, it happens. Yeah. And clearly that's what happened with August. Speaking of which, my friends was talking about bagging older women since they mm-hmm. was talking about Jada. Because Jada is like 20 years older than August, right? Mm-hmm. And my man was telling me he was bagging, like, they was talking about chicks like 40, 50, and 60. I was like, damn. I did it before. We she didn't look like Jada, though. <laughs> I don't think many, I mean, Jada has all the resources to to take care of herself in ways that most people can't afford. So, like, LeBron James spends a million dollars on his body a, a year. Yeah. You know, so. Um, how old How old was she? Um, I was... I was 28, and she was literally twice my age. 56. Damn. Yeah. But, uh, she probably looked all of 56. 
I don't know what that means. Because black don't crack, so a 56-year-old black woman looks... Well, yeah, she was black, but she was, like, um, like really, really, really light-skinned. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if they aged the same as well as, like, normal black women. But she, you know, she was up there in age. She had gained a little weight from older age. Um, she wasn't all that great. I'll tell you that. Like looking. <laughs> oh, looking, I thought you meant. I thought you meant in the bedroom. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, damn, that's vicious. <laughs> all right. So, so you want to talk about something more serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with Maya Moore? So. Uh, Maya Moore, first off, she's a beast. Like she's an absolute monster. Um, and I saw oh, her probably the, probably the best female basketball player in the league. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't played in a couple years. Um, and I'm about to tell you why. But uh, yeah, she she probably is. she's a, she's an absolute monster. And so what she did was, I saw her play live the last game that the San Antonio Stars had here in San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken, was against the Minnesota Lynx. If it wasn't the last game, I saw that game. And Maya Moore went off mm. in that game. But she hasn't played in a couple of years because um, she found out uh, the case about this man that was incarcerated uh, unjustly. And so she dedicated her time and career to doing that. So she literally has not played in the NBA. I mean, WNBA. Mm-hmm. In a couple years, for that reason, and she finally got him a uh, home um, this past weekend, and um, you know they have the video out there of her, uh, of him coming out and greeting his family and greeting her and things like that, and why it was so important for her. And I'll say the NBA gets a lot of credit for the social justice that they do, mm-hmm. but our women's sports, which isn't viewed as much, but WNBA and women's national soccer team. They don't play no games when it comes to social justice. They be out here, you know, kneeling just like the men kneel. And even more women be kneeling, honestly, from what I be seeing in the women's national soccer. They be, they be out here going hard in the paint. And for Maya Moore to literally do what Kaepernick did, but voluntarily, um, because she felt so, she felt that the purpose of what she was doing was that important, is, is fantastic and amazing. And women do not make anywhere near even Maya Moore as great as she is makes nowhere near the money that an average NBA player would make you know what mm-hmm. I mean and she's one of the best in the league she doesn't even make what the average NBA player would make and so uh, for her to do that it's, it's, it's fantastic and got the got the guy home too um, so how does she do it I think she just uh, put resources towards his case right I think like it's not like she became okay. a lawyer or anything like that um, I think she just used her money and resources and, and, and influence to uh, to talk to the people in the right places to get this case reexamined. And then, um, obviously, he got out and is home with his family now. So it took some years. And the bull was in jail for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Because I think Maya met him before she even got into I think she met him while she was in college, you know. Mm-hmm. But once she got the money and things like that and then she checked back in, she saw what happened. I think that's when she revisited and was like, I'm done. With the WNBA until I until I get this taken care of, and so um, I respect it, I really do. So is she is. So is this like her 
is this her mission now or is she going back to the league? So I don't know, right? She's not going back. She said that she's not going back to the league at the moment, but I don't know if it's because this is her mission and she's going to go forward with it or if it's because with COVID-19 and her not playing basketball in, in a few years, she's like, that's just not, it doesn't make sense, right? So I have no idea at the moment what her thoughts are. Um, I commend it. Yeah, man. It's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. That's that's literally like standing for something more. Yeah. Falling for anything, so. Yeah. And her conviction to step away from her job to do it is something that not many people would, would do. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting paid $25,000 a year, <laughs> it's, it's a little easier. But. Whatever. She getting more than 25000 <laughs> <laughs> she getting more than twenty five thousand, bro. Yeah, that that is dope. I like that for her to, and she's at the top of her game as well. So yeah, she just came off like what is it, two, three championships or something like that. She is a four time champion. The last champ, the last championship it was 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017. and then she basically stopped. Like around 2018, 2019, she stopped. I don't think she played that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a finals MVP and an MVP. Yeah. She's a straight monster. Yeah, she's she's like one of the few. Like I watched a few. Like I like women's college more than the than the league for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But um, when she was at UConn, she was she was at UConn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she was at UConn, she was a beast. Yeah, and I remember watching like all those games and her going to the national championship and all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I commend her. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it says she stopped in 2019. Okay. So 2018 was her last season with the WNBA, and I think that season she led them in steals too. Mm. <laughs> so she's just a straight monster, man. She's a problem. Um. And she, you know, she stopped to take care of what she thought was important, which is respect. Yeah, respect. I do wonder how much they make now. Hold on, I want to see how much she makes, or made. They on said the average. They said the average salary for WNBA players is seventy five. Yeah, I think with the new CBA is going up too. But yeah, that's that's. Let me see. I don't know. Um, oh, this is old. For the 2019 season. Oh, no, it doesn't say. Yeah, this is old. I don't know. But they say the max is 115. Wow. Uh, the top... The top... That's the average engineer salary. The top, the top earner was uh, was Dewana Bonner mm-hmm. for one hundred and twenty-seven thousand a year. I got coworkers that make more than that. I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking. Uh, I used to think, like, this is. 
I don't even know if I want to keep this in, but like that certain women was like that made more money than me was like out of my pay grade, like out of my out of my league. Mm-hmm. But I could kind of bag one of these uh, WBA <laughs> players <laughs> because you make enough. Because <laughs> I, I make enough money, I could keep up. Listen, no disrespect to uh, damn, what's her name? Candace Parker. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the father of her kids. But once I saw Bull. But he played in the league. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Once I saw Bull, I was like, oh, I got a shot. I got a shot. Yo. And Candace Parker's a beast, too. Yeah. So another thing that's going on in the sports world is mm-hmm. the Washington uh, Redskins. We're not gonna call them that no more. I will. F- I will call them the Washington Football Team now. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to make that clear for anybody who was not aware. But the Washington Football Team is uh is in a is basically being forced to change their name, mm-hmm. and it's about time. I mean they they've been talking about people have been bringing up the them changing their name for a long time now. And I know sports sports uh, casters that be on TV on ESPN and Fox Sports One and stuff like that. They have actively done their best to refer to them as the Washington Football Team instead of their team name because mm-hmm. of the racist um, name that their team goes by. And so, uh, but this time I think it might actually happen. I really do. Because they got Nike took all of their stuff. Off of their website, can't find Shout it. Shout out to Nike. Shout out to Nike. Uh, I think Amazon just did it as well, mm-hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, one of the minority, a couple, I think it's three of the minority owners, is uh, three of the minority owners are trying to sell their stake in the team, and one of the minority owners is the owner of FedEx. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I saw that. Yeah, and FedEx owns the stadium in which they play. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you need to change this name. And so Daniel, Daniel Snyder? Yeah. Yeah, he is the owner of the team, and he is he has been resistant to changing the name forever, uh, so much so that he conducted his own independent study that said that Native Americans did not find the name racist. But, of course, you should not trust his study because he is only interested and what he wants the study mm-hmm. to, to the outcome of the study to be. So, uh, but independent studies have said that Native Americans don't like that name, and that is racist. And I think everybody is aware of the racist undertones, if not the overt racist uh, implications of that name. It's funny how they didn't care about this a few years ago, but as soon as their pockets is starting to get messed up or whatever, everybody's pulling out of yep supporting them now. All of a sudden, they need to make a change. But they, we've been hearing about this for at least over 10 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time. Um, Whatever they do, is, I'm glad I'm not a, a a Skins fan, or sorry, a Washington fan. Yeah. Because um, that, that would be very uh, heartbreaking. Here's the problem, though, right? The problem is that same thing with Donald Sterling. It was great. It was great that the NBA got Donald Sterling out of the NBA for what he said about black people. Uh, and he and for those that don't know, Donald Sterling is the former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. 
and he was on video with his, uh, I think she was black, his black girlfriend caught him on, uh, on, not on video, she recorded him secretly, audio, of him saying very racist things about hanging with black people, he did not want her being around any black people at all, and it was, it was very racist what he said, so the NBA got him out of here. The problem with that is that he had to sell the team for the NBA to get him out, he had to sell his stake. The bull made over a billion dollars off the Los Angeles Clippers. Thanks. You know what I mean? So even with them getting him out of the league, which was a good thing, inevitably he made a billy off of it. So with Daniel Snyder changing the name, he is going to make a massive amount of money off of the name change because now you have to rebrand all of this. He's going to spend a lot of money in rebranding. But he's going to make a lot of money because now you have to sell all these jerseys and paraphernalia that no longer says the other name, but their new name, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to change, obviously, the logo. They're going to change um, some of the some of the branding and stuff like that. So like, everything. And he's going to be selling it for more than what it costs him to make it. So he's going to be making all this money off of it. Yeah, I, There's nothing you can do about it, though. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's, it's not really a. I mean, I guess the win is the changing of the names, but I don't know. Yeah, you win and change the name, and he wins, and then he makes a ton of money off of it. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, he's still like, it just seems like he's still hesitant or resistant in trying to change the name. So, I mean, if you had a billion dollars, would anybody be able to tell you shit? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Tell me shit now. Exactly, bro. And I ain't got nothing but ten dollars. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's more. I think it's like we talked about earlier with, with Will. I think it's more of a pride thing. Can't tell that man yeah. nothing. Yeah. Can't tell him what to do. <laughs> I feel that. So. Um. But. Besides that, what about the, like the Cleveland Indians baseball team or the Kansas City Chiefs? So the Cleveland Indians baseball team had a racist mascot, um, and, and they still do. I th- they didn't change it. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I know they talks about changing it. He's still smiling. <laughs> He's <is> still smiling. <laughs> uh, but I know they have been talks about that. Oh, uh, no, I think they got rid of him, bro. Did they? I think so. Hold on, let me see. I don't see it. I don't see it nowhere. It looked like they just got a big ass C now, <laughs> a big ass red C. Let me see if they if they still have the mascot. Yo, this this mascot is incredibly racist. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, damn, Chief Wahoo, I think his name was. Yeah, that's his name. Oh my god! You see the old pictures? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me now? <laughs> This is nuts. Yeah. I don't know if they changed it, bro. No, nah, it says it was last worn by the Indians on October 8th, 2018. Okay. You got to go to the... Uh... But they still sell it in stores, only in Ohio. Yeah, I still see it like being sold. Like You could still buy it, but... Yeah, they need to. They need to get them out of here. They don't oh, show yeah. them anymore. Yeah, though. I see. I see. I see. It's over. 
Yeah. So yeah, they uh, yeah, I mean it's a uh, um. I've I've seen that like the Kansas City Chiefs, the the Cleveland Indians, the Black, Kansas City what is Chiefs, Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, damn, it's somebody else that I was thinking. Oh, the Atlanta Braves. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know like. I don't know what the Blackhawk. I don't. I haven't done research to understand what the Blackhawk means. Like, I don't know if that's how they feel about that or anything. So three days ago, CNN says the Chicago Blackhawks won't change nickname because it honors the life of an actual Native American. So, what's their mascot? It better not be a racist. It's another Indian dude. It's not like <laughs> cartoonized like. Uh, the Indians, but uh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. I guess if they say you gotta go, I'm fine with it going. But you know, I don't. I'm not Indian, so I don't. Um, in the Atlanta Braves and the Kansas City Chiefs, I was. I've heard that. They don't mind that because it's like positive type stuff. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But the yeah, Chief Wahoo, overt, overt, bro. That was <laughs> incredibly overt. <laughs> I ain't even know about the old mascot. I mean, are you kidding me? This is like this is basic. The old mascot. I encourage anybody listening to look up the old Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Indian mascot, not the red face bull, but the other one. This dude. It, it it reminds me of the what is it the Sambo eat watermelon type joint that they have for yeah, black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, this is nuts. Yeah, they should have been gotten the fuck out of here. You never see that joint. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope they change the name. I don't know what they're gonna change it to. Uh, either way, I still want to beat them every single year. Twice. Twice a year. Three times if we play them in the playoffs, if they make the playoffs. But, um, yeah, that name got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one funny thing I saw on Twitter, or it's on Twitter, social media, I'm sorry. I don't know where I saw it, but it was a question, and it was, uh, should a man have to take his own plate back to the kitchen after dinner? I thought it was funny. (laughs) I thought it was a funny question. I mean, how do you feel about that if you were... Well, you you should answer it. You, you well, married. Well, we eat dinner in the kitchen, so uh, I'm already in the damn kitchen to take my plate up there. But I guess it's like, should a man make his own plate type shit too? No. You don't think a man should make his own plate? If I'm watching a game, bring me my plate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I ain't got nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. 
feel like in this, I guess in this new era that we're in, like old traditions don't stand anymore. Yeah. Um. So a woman ain't gonna be in the kitchen cooking, making a plate, serving you your plate, taking your plate, and then cleaning. Yeah. Uh. Guess why you sit there and do whatever you got to do. I mean, but it's, it's like I, it's things also change. Like I guess back then, women didn't work, so yeah. they took care of the house and everything, and um, I guess catered to men a bit more. So I don't know. Um, I don't really have a say in it because I gotta cook, clean, and serve my damn <laughs> self. So. Um, but either way, it's, it don't really, it doesn't really matter to me much. Like as long as the dishes get cleaned and everything gets taken away, I don't care who takes it or who cooks or whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. But those old traditions are like, they're gone. So. They may come back. You think so? Possibly, I'll tell you. But, um, for me, I don't care. I I, I never really thought about it. Uh, only time I got mad at Brianna was. When we were dating, I was joking with her, like, would you make my plate? And she was like, no, that's, I'm not that type of, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? So then we was at, like, a little event, and my roommate, uh, this nigga named Jamal, cool, he cool, boy, you know what I mean? This was, a, this had to have been sophomore year, yeah, sophomore year. So we had a little get-together at one of our friends' apartments, and I'm like, Brownie, you know, she already told me she ain't gonna make nobody a plate. And so when it came to making plate, I had made my own damn plate. This girl gonna go up there and be like, oh yeah, Jamal, he's not here yet. Let me make him a plate. I was like, what the fuck? You ain't about to make this <laughs> nigga a plate. Talk about something, you don't make plates for me, but you gonna make you gonna make him a plate, not me. And she made that shit. I was hot. Hot. And that was your first entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. <laughs> so uh, but other than that, you know, I don't, I don't care if she makes my plate or not. Um, she sometimes she'll ask me, "Do you want me to make your plate?" Most of the time, I'll say no. Um, not because I don't. Is want it because I'm about to say, is it because you're not hungry yet, or you don't want her making your plate? No, nah, it's just that you know, what I'm saying she may put some shit on my plate that I don't necessarily like. She may put too much of something I don't want. Okay. Like, like she, we've been cook. She cooks Brussels sprouts a lot, and I do like Brussels sprouts, but at first I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so she'd be mm-hmm. like, you want me to make your plate? And I'm like, no, because I know she's going to put an ass ton of brush spots on my fucking plate. <laughs> I don't want all those there. I don't like to waste food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's me. So I don't want her to put something on my plate that I don't want that much of because I don't want to waste it. And I'm going to eat it even though I think it's not as good as I would like it to be. So that's why I just tell her, no, don't make my plate. I'll make my own plate because I know how much I want to eat of what mm-hmm. of each thing. That's that's really it. Like, I make her plate all the time. Um, I also cook dinner. All the time after work, after work I get off and I go in the kitchen and I start cooking dinner. Um, mm-hmm. And I prefer to I prefer to cook dinner over having her cooking dinner because my wife is very. She's like a machine when it comes to cooking. Like she does one task at a time, and mm-hmm. she does that task to completion, and then she moves on to the next task. She and can't so, cook multiple things at once. Not at all. Not okay. at all. So when she starts cooking. It's like two hours later, dinner's ready. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, Brianna, you got to take, put whatever 
takes the longest to cook, put first. that on first and then cook everything else. That's not what that's not how she just approaches it. She'll turn on a podcast and then start cooking cutting the onions and then start cutting the gr- green peppers and then start cutting the bell peppers or Brussels sprouts or whatever else that she wants and then she'll throw those in the oven. Then she'll prep the chicken and then put the chicken in. The chicken gonna take longer than the Brussels sprouts. And yeah. it's gonna take her by the time she put the chicken in the oven, the Brussels sprouts are halfway done. So I'd be like, all right, let me cook. Because I know everything is going to be done at relatively the same time, and it's going to take ha- at least half the time <laughs> it took her to make it. So I just prefer to cook dinner. Uh, she can cook. It's just take a long-ass time. Don't get me wrong. Because she can make some bomb-ass mac and cheese. That's another thing. If, you, if you're going to eat my wife's mac and cheese, if you see cheese, it's a column of cheese. Because she's so procedural with her shit, she make it like a checkerboard. You know what I mean? So all the cheese is in certain spots. And then mm-hmm. the spots that the other spots have no cheese at all. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, saying? Nice. Like, I mean, it melts through, but you still have concentrations of cheese inside of those little squares that she put the cheese in. And then oh, it melts. Yeah, I need, other... I need that mac and cheese. I need the, the, the spots that ain't got the, the most cheese in it. Oh, yeah, you can find those when she make it, bro, because she's so damn procedural. <laughs> so procedural. Um, my um my my grandmother and my mom still makes my plates, whenever they, you know I guess whenever they cook and I'm home, mm-hmm. they make my plates. Um, and actually, my friends who cook, if they cook, they make they make my plates as well. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not such a I guess a far fetched thing that people still make plates. I nah, guess the yeah. person that's cooking is still going to make the plates or whatever, but... Like, honestly, I think some girls don't even think about it. I think they just do it. Like, I know mm-hmm. our, like, Raven and Monica and even Brittany. I don't know if you know Brittany as well, but they'll just come. And I know, like, when we have Thanksgiving dinner, Friendsgiving, I know that if I cook dinner, they'll just start making plates for everybody and they'll make me a plate. Like, I think Raven has made me a plate before. Mm-hmm. I, don't th- I don't think anything of it. You know what I'm saying? Like That makes one of us. <laughs> I don't think anything of it. Um, but, you know, if, if they ask me, I'll say, no, nah, I got it. I'll do it myself. I'm straight. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason why I said that it may come back is because um, with COVID-19 and um, school and the stuff that's going on with education right now, um, because there's a gender wage gap already, mm-hmm. And because a lot of parents aren't comfortable with what the government is trying to do with forcing people to, to put their kids back into school physically, there may be more people taken off to homeschool or monitor their kids virtually going to school. And mm-hmm. so if there's a ginger wage gap and men make more money typically than women, then those people that will be probably stepping away from work would more than likely be the women. Mm-hmm. that have these kids with these men. And so, because of that, I feel like it could potentially come back where the traditional role of the woman takes care of the kids and then cooks the dinner and all that stuff. That may that may come back too. Not in my household. I already know it's not coming because I like I said I prefer to cook. But it may come back. Mm. It may come back. And I know there's uh there's women that are concerned and not just women because there's men 
you know that's concerning too and i would say i'm i'm, I'm one of those men that it's going to increase the gender wage gap where we uh you know women make x amount of cent for every dollar a man makes it's probably mm-hmm. going to make that shit even even more hmm. well we'll see either way i'm trying to eat <laughs> so we're gonna have to figure something out Like Brie was talking to me today about uh, potentially being a stay-at-home mom. Oh, then she got to make your plate. I told her no. I don't want no. I don't want her to be a stay-at-home mom. She can. <sighs> she can teach these kids. She can. She can. Uh... Wait. She. She wants to be a stay-at-home mom. Or she, she just brought the idea. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't say definitively yes. I wouldn't say definitively no. I think it's something that because of our lifestyle, how it's been over the last couple of years, well, actually, how it's been forever, in that she's a student, and we, when I was a student, I was a student, but now that I'm working, you know, I work, I can work from home, I can take off whenever I want. And she, mm-hmm. as a student, she has class a couple times a week, but other than that, she's off. Now she's transitioning from being a student to being a professor. It's still the same schedule. She still has class a couple of days a week and then she's home the other days mm-hmm. and so I think that she's enamored with the being home part and being able to be there for the kids right and so I don't know if she definitively wants to be a stay at home mom or wife I think it's just something that she brought up like what if and I told her that long term I would prefer for her not to do that but if that's something we gotta do I mean we're more than comfortable so yeah. <laughs> it don't matter but uh, yeah you know, we know you <laughs> We're we're comfortable but when she, uh, when, you know, when COVID-19 goes back, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm fine with her being, I'm fine with Sage staying home. But after, at a certain age, I feel like kids should go and be around other kids for social interaction. And I'm not trying to have my house be the homeschool pot where all the kids come over to my house while I'm also working from home. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> more than capable like you said so yeah i mean we've done it it wouldn't be a big deal i'm not gonna trip if it happens but my preference would be for her to make her to uh use her phd uh you know use her yeah. phd and go do follow her dreams not like I, she ain't she didn't go get a phd to stay at home bro that's yeah. that's not yeah. the goal you know what i'm saying so if you're gonna go get a phd go get a phd to do what you want to do and i'll be there to support you along the way um but she yeah she didn't get a phd to stay at home yeah, I mean she got the shit for free too, so it's not it's not like I'm concerned about paying her student loans or anything like that either. It's just that's not her dream. So it, well, it wasn't it wasn't her dream. So we'll see, man. I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't think I got nothing else this week. Uh, uh you've been watching anything on? I guess TV or Netflix or anything? Nah, I think uh, we've been watching... Um, Harlem has been wanting to watch The Proud Family, so we've been watching that. Oh, solid. Proud Family got an episode on integration. I had no idea. I'd never seen it. I didn't know they had an episode on integration. They got an episode on integration that's pretty good. Um, I never really watched The Proud Family, but I never really watched the Disney Channel either, so... And that's what I be telling... Like, Brown was like... She was like... um. Did you see 
she's like, what's your Harlem Watts next? Recess or uh, Hey Arnold? I think she I think she asked me that. And I was like, I ain't never really watched either one of them. I mean, like, one, I was I grew up broke, so we didn't really have all them channels anyway. We had free, we had, like, we had free cable where sometimes we would, like, steal it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You know somebody, yeah. you know, you got the plug. Yo, go give me yeah. that free cable. You know what I mean? Hook that yeah. shit up. And then when the cable come, they come out and see your ass got free cable, they turn that shit back off. They, but, they cut it off. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what we had. Uh, but then when I went to Gerard, I, you know, I tell people, like, it's hard to get a group. Like, we graduated 15, but before it was like 30 boys. It's hard to get 30 guys, 30 boys to agree on anything to watch outside of, like, sports. Although we did watch Static Shock with Desmond a lot. But for the most part, it was mostly <laughs> sports and the game that was on, like. And Dragon Ball Z. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. What you say? That's when you used to watch? Static Shock. He was the only nigga, yo. <laughs> I like yo. Static Shock, yo. He cool, yo. Like, it's he, he cool. Nah, we wasn't watching Static Shock. Bro. I was watching Static Shock with Desmond. <laughs> Niggas come right in there and turn that shit off. <laughs> they be like, turn on Smash Brothers. Turn on SmackDown. <laughs> Send him right to his room. <laughs> but yeah, clearly you you know for those listening, getting a group of thirty guys to agree on something to watch was yeah. not happening. So I didn't really yeah. watch all those cartoons like that. Once I got into Gerard, so she was like Proud Family. You know, I watched a little bit of that, but not much. Again, but um, they got an episode of Integration I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that show was that show was good. It's a good show. It's nice to watch. have Harlem watch stuff that features the blackness. Old stuff. I mean, not that it's old. It's just that, you know, how many black-centered cartoons are there? That's so true. it's cool to have him be able to watch that with us. Because <laughs> he asked, he was like, Dad, what's, in, what's integration? Mm. You know, and I had to explain that to him. I just said, it's when white people and black people go to school together. That's what I told him. You know, and he, he didn't really go too much further into that. But, you know... Um, it was cool to watch that show with him. They also talked about Kwanzaa and some other stuff too, so it's nice. I would ask you how you feel about integration, but I think that's a conversation we probably need to have off air before we put that on air. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, I definitely I've been watch that down. Yeah. I've been watching um, Unsolved Mysteries mm-hmm. on Netflix, and that's probably... I keep saying every every time I watch something new, I say that's the best shit I've ever seen. But <laughs> yeah, because the last stand was the best documentary. You've yeah, seen. and I need to take that back. <laughs> I said that was the best documentary I seen. Did I say this year? I probably said ever. You said ever. That's what I you did said. Say it's up there, but I also I forgot that I watched the um, Aaron Hernandez doc. Yep. Which I really liked as well. So. Mm. Um. I'm gonna stop living in the moment. But even though that Jordan Doc was it, I love that Jordan Doc. Mm. Um, but yeah, Unsolved Mysteries is it's really good. It's on Netflix. It's like six episodes or something like that. And that it's the wildest shit I've I've seen in a minute. Like the way these these cases go unsolved. They hour long. Huh? Yeah, each episode's hour long. Uh, no, nah, not really. Some of them like. Some of them is like 50 minutes, some of them about 40 minutes. Uh, I think the shortest one I saw yesterday was like 39 or something like that. All right, let me look for Oh, I see it right here. It came right up. Um, 
It's like on the top. I guess it just came yeah. up. My yeah. hope is that there is some. All right, I just I just added it to my list. I'll check it out when I get a chance. Yeah. Uh, episode one and two is really good. Um, damn, I'm trying to think. Episode one and two is really good. And then there's another one. I think like episode four is about like um, like this uh, this UFO sighting. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't understand, so I kind of fell asleep on. It. I probably got to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, the six episodes are really good, really good, and it's it's kind of it's kind of wild that these cases go unsolved and people get away with certain shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, I think you enjoy it. The probably the best. I think the best episode was probably um, 13 minutes, which is fucking sick, but, or House of Terror. House of Terror is, uh, I don't want to give it all away, but about this, this whole, this entire family goes missing. Um, and the alleged killer, which he did, I'm pr- pretty sure he did kill him is hiding in like plain sight and they can't like catch this dude like he's on camera doing regular shit and they still can't like they're like two steps behind him each time mm. but it's, it's kind of sick you gotta watch it okay uh i don't know if brianna will watch that with me but i'll check it out when i get a chance i have to watch it when she's not watching tv or something yeah um the theme music is kind of scary i don't know how scared of how scared you are of shit, but like this time of night, it's probably not a good time to watch it. <laughs> okay. I found myself doing okay during the daytime watching it, yeah. but yeah, okay. it's good. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I just listened to uh, Mark My Hill's book, Nobody, on Audible. Finished that, John. That was good. Mm. Learned a lot. I need, I need to open up my audio book. I still haven't yet. Yeah, man. I, I, I had this, you know, just... I feel like I need to learn a lot more about uh, the systemic things that affect black black people. Because I've been seeing more and more um, stuff on social media that um, tries to act like systemic racism doesn't exist. It isn't a thing. And so I'm like, let me learn from those who have put the work in and effort in and, and, and analyzing and studying this stuff and and see what uh see what's really going on. And so Mark Lawrence Hill does a really good job of breaking down some of the stuff that happened um between twenty fourteen and twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, really good stuff. I would say I'm gonna check it out, but I'll be lying. <laughs> Well, I listened to it on... I didn't listen to it on double speed. I listened to it on one and a half speed. Um, I think the book is like eight hours, something like that. So I got through it in like six, something like that. So Mm -hmm. it's not bad. But speaking of that, that leads me to my drawing topic, which is Trump had a tweet that said that uh, he's thinking about taking away nonprofit status for schools or something like that because he feels as though they're 
indoctrinating kids and students to be schools and universities are indoctrinating students to be leftists Mm. and somebody shared that and I asked him well what was your experience and he was like he didn't tell me his experience he just said that uh, students being taught by professors that there's more than two genders as an example of something that's leftist but again I mean that doesn't answer my question about what was your experience mm-hmm. right because the guy is an engineer I was an engineer I was in two engineering programs an undergrad and a master's program we never talk about anything outside of engineering trust me we don't mm-hmm. we talk about the ethics of engineering as an undergraduate you talk about the ethics of engineering and why it's important that you take your job seriously because people can die from what you do not necessarily as a software engineer like I am but if you're like a civil engineer or a structural engineer if you're an architect like what Ron is doing like if you do architectural engineering if your shit ain't ain't right and a building collapses or the bridge collapses mm-hmm. you know or something explodes if you're a petroleum engineer lives are lost you know what I'm saying lives sure. are lost so you do have to you do need an ethics class in engineering right because you don't want to put your name on something that could make people lose lives like like in North Carolina, anytime you get on an elevator, there's a woman named Sherry Berry on the elevator. Anybody in North Carolina that took an elevator know who the fuck Sherry Berry is. And she got her name on all these elevators. If somebody crashed the elevator, got in the elevator and it crashed and they died, Sherry Berry would be, her shit would be fucked up. Because her stamp is on it. So as an engineer, you don't want to put your name on nothing that can make somebody lose their life. You want to be really, really careful with that. Other than that, we don't talk about nothing else but engineering in terms of like how to do it the math behind it, the science behind it. So when I asked him what's his experience, he said that I know that's not his experience. Mm. I'm not saying that that's not real, that professors mm-hmm. aren't teaching um, students about the fact that there's more than two genders. But I highly doubt as an engineer that you're going to learn that or that you learned that between 2008 and 2013. Right. You didn't. Um, and if you did, you probably learned from the fucking professor who <laughs> first started talking about that shit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Brianna, I didn't learn about that until Brianna was in her master's program and she got uh, her she got her undergraduate in women and gender studies and her master's is in like, also I think it's like gender studies or something like that as well. Something along those lines where she's more liberal arts. They're going to talk about stuff like that, like social justice things. That's what they talk about in her, in her master's program. We're not talking about social justice in our engineering program. We barely talk about the dis- we don't even talk about the disparity between white and Asian engineers versus engineers of any other color. We don't even talk about that. So we definitely not talking about <clears throat> the fact that you could be, uh, you know, a trans person or or cisgender. We don't we're not talking about that shit in our engineering classes. So when he said that, I said, "What is your?" Experience? He said that to me. I'm like, "This it's not your it's not your experience, bro. <laughs> it's not it's not your experience." But again, I think you got to be. It's interesting that, <clears throat> to me, it feels like whenever you say, like, the Trump's tweet reads to me like, when you teach something that is not the experience or in the viewpoint of a white male, it's leftist. Oh, yeah. And that, that, that that's, that's what I'm trying to say with what I'm talking about now is that we need to learn Learning the viewpoints of other people should not be viewed as leftist. 
the white male viewpoint should not be the default. It is currently the default. And it that's, is the default. And that's all the fuck we learned in school. I mean, why the fuck did we learn about Ivanhoe? For what? Beowulf. <laughs> For what, bro? For what? For what? I already told you. The, I already told you the curriculum needs to change. No, no. we learned about Charlemagne, not Charlemagne the God, fucking Charlemagne. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, what are we learning about that shit for? How much did yeah. we learn about Africa? How much? How much did we learn about Native Americans outside of the fact that Christopher Columbus came over and fucking America stole their land? Like, mm-hmm. what, what else did we learn about them? I was, I was, I, I said to some of my coworkers, I was like, outside of Cesar Chavez. What do you know about positive Hispanic people that did something for social justice in their community? None. Exactly. Only only people we learned about was Cesar Chavez. They and we barely learned about him. They said he's the Martin he's the Martin Luther King for Hispanic people. That's what they told us. That's really it. I was like, everything is white male centered. And what we learned, we read we read what, one black book in Gerard? And that was uh The Invisible Man. I can't think of another black book that we read. Third Indiana. I don't even remember reading that shit. I really don't. That's, I only know because that's the only book I read in high school. <laughs> I, 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 bro, I've never, I, I don't recall that book at all. I really don't. And then the only Hispanic book I remember reading was The House on Mango Street. I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, I we got two, pers- we got a perspective of, I want to say a Hispanic female and then a perspective mm-hmm. of a black male. And if you say we read Third in Indiana, then I'll say two, we got two perspectives. I'm assuming Third in Indiana is a black man. I really don't know because I don't recall. Yeah, but, he was black. He lived in Philly. I think that's the only reason why I read. Oh, it, okay. But. So we got two perspectives of black males, but other than that, every everything else we read was white. Mm-hmm. So when they say, "Oh, when what Trump's treat," it reads to it, it reads to me like the perspective of anybody else outside of a white male when it's taught to kids is leftist. That's ridiculous. Because that's all people are doing now is learning about other people's viewpoints. Like this whole Black Lives Matter movement is saying, "Put yourself in our shoes. We are not treated equally." And fairly in the justice system, but because, and because we're saying that the people is viewed as a political statement, it's really not. It's like it's like treat me fair, bro. Like don't have the cops murder me and then not even get arrested. Breonna Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Like that's ridiculous. Mm. So that that's drawing <laughs> to me this week. Like I, for sure. Um. I don't know if we talked about this, but your man Kanye is running for president. Bro, that's your man Kanye. Nah, I don't know, boy. That's your man. Your man's trying. He he denounced Trump, which I guess that's cool. But if he's running for president, you know, people, some people are going to vote for him. And uh, that's taking, that's most likely taking uh, votes away from Biden, Mm -hmm. which means another four years of Trump. So. Listen, for anybody who listens to this podcast, please think about what you're doing if you vote for Kanye West. I don't think we, it's going to be any of our listeners. I hope this not. It's going to be like these new 18-year-olds this year. Bro, I hope they listen because uh, to somebody. Because Trump was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And he got into the... He became a president. And he has literally made our country into a laughing stock. Like, this is wild. Going back to school real quick, he talking about some, all these other countries in Europe are opening schools. We should send our kids back to school too. These countries in Europe are having like 50 cases a day, mm-hmm. sometimes less than that. We're at 50,000 a day. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, don't, 
compare That's crazy ass Florida fault. <laughs> bro, and Texas, bro. So <laughs> Texas is wilding too. So so you can't say, oh, we should do what the other countries are doing because we're America. No. No, they handled it the right way from the rip, and we did not. Mm-hmm. But like today, when we was recording, it just said that he wore a mask for the first time in public. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, bro, you just now taking this shit seriously? Just now, today, twenty minutes ago, you started taking it seriously. It started in March. Really, it started in January when you heard about it. But let's yeah. say March when we shut down. That's when it started. It's fucking July. You just now wearing a mask. <laughs> Come on, bro. Stop it. You're not taking it seriously. You got all these people that look behind you, and they're, these white people, they're not taking it seriously either. They're not wearing masks because you're not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And so when Kanye West gets in there, he's a fucking celebrity. Like, he has no experience with politics. I, I hope that nobody... I mean, I don't believe it, bro. Like, let this man go to a debate stage first, and let's see what the fuck he got to say, and watch him embarrass himself. Nah, man. We'll see. Nah, I can't. They're going to get a Zoom. It's going to be Trump, Biden, and Kanye West. Stop. <laughs> Talking about some of the presidential debates on Zoom. Everybody watching that shit on YouTube. Kanye West up there. No, talk about some slavery was a choice. Stop. No, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Please stop. This nigga got mad at Forbes because they... He got mad at Forbes because they didn't want to call him a billionaire because they didn't know he had a billion dollars. And so he causes a whole fuss about it. No, I mean he on the same. He, he the same. He's just like Trump, bro. He said they said um, he's going through a bipolar episode. And I, you know, if he has bipolar, I hope that he get that shit treated. Cause I, I mean, that's nothing. I don't know much about it, but I imagine yeah. any mental health disorder is nothing to play with. Right. So, I just hope that whatever he's going through. He doesn't go through with the presidency right now. He's trying to that he talked about. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. Well, we got four more months. Dog, man, I can't. Come on, bro. We got we got four more months to the election, right? Because yeah, four more months to the election, and then we got mm-hmm. six more months until if he if he if Trump loses, he leaves, yeah. right? Because it's in January yeah. that they vacate. So. uh but I mean, they got reports saying this man has no plans to vacate even if he lose. I hope that's not real. But who knows? This motherfucker is insane. <laughs> who knows? They gonna kick that nigga out. I hope so. Joe Biden can't fight though. I think he's too old. He he can't he can't scar up. Sleepy Joe got dementia. <laughs> he can't scar up. I don't know, man. This this country is, is all messed up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. That's all I got. I I don't know if you've been keeping up with the uh, the lady from uh, that was affiliated with Epstein. No, nah, not really. I I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Something Max. Something. But yeah, I don't know her name. Just Lane. Just Lane. Just Lane. Just Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out for her because she might. Uh, Next coming weeks, they might say she committed suicide. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. But uh, it ain't gonna be no suicide. They gonna kill her. <laughs> if she start ratting on certain people, <laughs> they gonna it? kill her. You heard it here first. That's what they do. Yep. Yeah, that's what they, like do. they did. Epstein. Yep. But um, yeah, I ain't got nothing else this week, bro. 
Alright. Alright, I guess we'll end it there. Uh, we'll try to be better next week. Hopefully we do a podcast next week. Hopefully we don't miss no more, but... Stay safe, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, I was down and out. Get healthy. No doubt. Get your shit together. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, I see what you did. I, I see what you did. <laughs> nah, I've been, I've been trying to end this podcast for like a half an hour. I need to go again, but... <laughs> but nah, we'll... Uh, We'll reconvene next week, episode 34. Well, this was episode 33. Yeah, 33. So, uh, yeah, I guess we out. Right.